downtime, we live, live. Over the feeling, when it's no time, I go lie, lie from the kitchen with a ditch. Get your dad for and whip it. Whip a brick when you break the whole brick down, this way to the kitchen. What's up, man? It's Chris Johnson with my boy Cam Rogers, and you know, we finna do a little CJ2K fantasy league preview Thursday night. Let you tell you about a couple guys that we're looking at and seeing if they're going to be over or under. Um, and I'm just excited to have you on the show. What's up, CJ? I'll tell you what, you won me a lot of games back in the day, and now you're winning the people out there a lot of fantasy games. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know how it is. So, yeah, we're going to start off with a little preview. You know, we got Chicago Bears and the Washington Commanders, um, two of the worst offenses this year in the league. Um Trying to really see which quarterback's going to step up. Uh, we got Carson Wentz, Justin Fields. Um, and it was an interesting topic that um, in the media, they asked Ron Rivera, like, what is the difference between your team and some of the other teams in the division? Um, and his exact um, response to that was, all of the other teams got a quarterback. So... <sighs> <laughs> That's tough coming coming from your head coach. So it's like got a game coming up Thursday. What what do you what are your takes on the game and what are your takes on uh, the head coach coming out saying that about his starting quarterback? Well, if you feel like taking a nap, I would watch this game because it's going to be <laughs> tough to stay awake for three hours, CJ. To be frank with you, and yeah, it's not exactly going to be a lighted up the scoreboard type of matchup. But if you really mm -hmm. zone in on. Uh, these matchups with the wide receivers and the defenses, you could find some value. I think this could be an interesting play to actually use Washington's defense. You know, if you're really mm -hmm. looking for a streamer out there, you're going up against Justin Fields, the worst aerial attack in the NFL, in my opinion. So wow. there's some value there. And it, back to Ron Rivera, I think it's not great. Uh, maybe he should mm -hmm. be on a 10 second time delay. Think for 10 seconds mm -hmm. before he says something. Right, uh, right. And if you're Carson Wentz, there are one or two ways, CJ, right? Think about it as a player. You're either going to be really motivated to uh, play well on Thursday night right. or you're going to be down to the dumps because your coach doesn't have confidence in you. So it's going right. to be one of the two. Exactly, exactly. Like, just for me coming being a player, I can't even lie. I feel a little disrespected. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you got to, like, some, some coaches have their different ways on motivating different guys. And I kind of take it as motivation, but I just don't think him coming out saying that um, was good for the team because, you know, the coach and the quarterback is supposed to have a tight-knit relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And talk all the time and get those things out. I just don't think that's something that you should say. And the quarterback probably don't think that you got his back. But when you talk about the preview in the game and who's – gonna come out to win and stuff like that. Only upside that I can really say is Justin Fields, the second half of um, this past game, he showed some promising play or whatever. He had a pretty good half or whatever like that. And let's see if he can take that momentum going into this Thursday night game and just see where it goes from there. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think maybe, just maybe, the Bears see an opening here in the NFC North because the Packers don't look that great, and the Lions just threw up a goose egg against the Patriots. So it's like, right. you know, it's not over yet, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's definitely not over. And, you know, it's a long season. We're going on week six. 
So that's a long 17-game season. So we'll see how that goes. So, you know, that's it for our preview. Um, I want to test you, or not really test you, I just want your thoughts on a couple of these guys. So when we go into the Thursday night game, I'm pretty sure some people got some of these guys um, on a fantasy team. And I'm sure they want some advice to see what they should do or should they bench them? Should they start them? So we're going to do a few um, over-unders. Or you even can say if you think that the number that they're slated to get, if you think they're right on point, you can say right on point. So you mm -hmm. got three options or whatever. So we're going to start off with the quarterback we are just talking about, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he's been averaging 18.6 fantasy points a game, and he's slated for 16.1 points this Thursday. What do you think about that? Over, under, or right on point? I think he's a little down in the dumps, thanks to Ron Rivera's statement. <laughs> I'm going under, CJ. And look, it's not necessarily about Carson. It's about what I think Washington's game plan is going to be in this matchup. The Chicago Bears, these are not the 86 Bears defense. I mean, they give up a lot of yards on the ground. So if you want to protect Carson Wentz and make sure he doesn't turn the football over, which he does often, you run the football. And by the way, Brian Robinson is back, the rookie running back, of course, which is an amazing story in its own right, coming back from getting shot. And the fact that right. he's playing in the NFL already is amazing. So I think mm. they use him a lot, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick. And then Carson throws the football, you know, 22 times. And how many points can you get throwing the football that many times? So I'm going under on that one. Under, okay, okay. Nice assessment. So we go there. Now we're going to go to the ground game. We got Antonio Gibson. He's been averaging 11.8 points. And everybody that knows that, that plays fantasy, that's that's not that's not good. Um, and he's slated to score 7.8 points. What do you think about that? That seems about right to me. I mean, if you want to be exact, I think over to like eight or nine. But I think this could be the Brian Robinson coming out party where he gets oh, wow. the load of the carries, maybe 15, 16, 17 carries, something along those lines. And that suppresses the upside, in my opinion, for Antonio Gibson. I think J.D. McKissick could probably outpoint uh, Antonio Gibson, just because JD McKissick can get those receptions out of the backfield. So if you're talking PPR, yeah. So I think slightly over, but I wouldn't start Antonio Gibson uh, unless he really had to. Right, right. Okay. That makes sense. So then the next guy is um, Terry McLaren. He's um, been averaging 11.6 points and they got him slated for 12.1 this Thursday night. I'm going to go under. I think this is going to be an ugly matchup, something along the lines of 13 to 10, a baseball score. Like, I just don't think it's going to be ripe for the wide receivers in this game to really get a lot of points. And Terry McLaurin, an elite talent, we know how good he is at wide receiver. He just hasn't gotten a lot of opportunities. In fact, Curtis Samuel is sort of outshining him this year on that offensive side. So right. I'm going to go under for Terry this week. Under. Okay. Okay, now let's switch to the to the other side. The Windy Cindy City, Chi-Town. They got Justin Fields. Um, he's been averaging 10.8 points, and they have him slated for 12.4. I will say 
over only slightly. I don't think he's worth a start this week. If you have Justin Fields, you're obviously not going to play him. And if you have him, it's likely in a dynasty league. I think he gets something along 14 points, something along those lines, because he can run with his legs. So that does provide you with some upside there. So maybe a little bit over. Right. Okay. Okay. Then we go to David Montgomery. They have him slated for 16 points. He's only been averaging 8.5. So it's kind of a high. That's high right now. So what do you think about that? I think he has a decent game. I think he gets like 14 points, though, because I do think he's a little limited in pass catching ability. And Mm. just the way in which I see this game going, I think it's going to be what you would call a short game because of the running uh, throughout. So I don't know how many opportunities David Montgomery is going to have. Now, it's great to see that he's back. Uh, He'll probably get the load of the shares out of the backfield, but I'll go like 14 points under. 14 points. Okay, under. And our next guy is um, Darnell Mooney, and he's um, he's been averaging 5.4 points. Um, They got him slated for 8.2. I know um, they saying he he's averaging more targets than anybody else on the team, and I think they're gonna um, start going to him more. And um, what do you think about that? The measly, um, the measly eight point two points. Yeah, I gotta go over just to respect my guy Darnell Mooney. I mean, there was a lot of promise for this guy going into the season. I mean, the amount of targets that he was getting last year, you thought maybe that would sort of lead to a lot more fantasy production this year. Unfortunately, the entire Chicago offense is just non-existent right now. Even still, I think he gets a hefty amount of targets, hefty amount of yards to go over that number, maybe a touchdown uh, in this one. So I go over. Okay, over. Nice. So before we get done with the whole Thursday night, what are what is your prediction on the score and who do you think will win? Washington's going to win this game. I think they are actually one point underdogs on the road. I think Washington gets it done. Final score, 23 to 20. So more points than what I talked about earlier. But yeah, I think the commanders get this one done here. I just can't trust the Bears right now, man. I can't. Right. Okay. Nice. And I'm going to go with Washington. I think Washington is going to pull it out. And I say it's, I say it's going to be a 17 to 10 game. Yeah. Yep. Brian so, Robinson season. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go Robinson. Let's go. Let's go. And that's it for your Thursday night preview and your fantasy points over and under. All right, man. You ready to get into some uh, starts and sits here? Uh, let's do it. Let's the do nitty it. and gritty of uh, the uh, Sunday here in week six. Let's start with quarterbacks. So the quarterback position has been a little bit bizarre this year, just because it's very top heavy. Like all the elite guys are playing well, but like there's not a lot of depth right now, unless you're Geno Smith coming out of nowhere. Nobody saw that coming in terms of his fantasy performance, but who do you recommend starting at the quarterback position here this week? Um, Starting. Um, I would say, I will go with Lamar, Lamar Jackson. My guy. Continue, yeah, continue to start him. He's um he's been having a great year. He's been having a great year, putting up fantasy points. You know, he's been betting on himself or whatever, and he's showing you that he needs to be paid. He's been putting out the numbers. And the reason why I love to start him because he don't help you just in the passing game. He also runs the ball a whole lot as well. So um, it's a no-brainer. Well, you see my uh, Ravens helmet up there. Right? That's my guy, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. 
He yeah. is betting on himself, man. Joe Flacco yeah. did it in 2012. What'd he do? Win a Super Bowl and then he cashed out. Lamar could do the yeah. same thing, right? Definitely can do the same thing. All right. Yeah. Who are you sitting at quarterback this week? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I will sit. I'm going to go to a guy that we was talking. I think I'm going to sit Justin Fields. Um, it just haven't been looking all good for him this season. It definitely haven't been looking all good. Um, and their offense, I, I kind of think they're in a rebuilding stage right now, mm-hmm. and they got a lot of work to do. So I say we, we'll bench him for this week. Okay. My start, Geno Smith. I think you play him against the Cardinals here this week. If you're desperate for a quarterback, you don't have one of the elite guys, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, you play Geno Smith. The guy's cooking. Right. Leading the he's NFL right in completion now. percentage. It's amazing. Yeah, he's, he's definitely cooking right now. He's cooking. And then my sit, Aaron Rodgers. I can't do it anymore. I mean, you're probably impatient at this point if you have Aaron on your team. I mean, he has nobody to throw to right now. Right, so. right. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. It's, it's tough right now. The receiver's been dropping the balls. So we're going to see if they can get it together over there. But right now in fantasy, is you're right. You have to sit a ride. I can't believe that I'm saying this right now. I know, seriously. And <laughs> if the corpse of Randall Cobb is your leading receiver, there's probably a problem because he's up there in age. Like he should not be your number one guy. So we'll uh, see what happens going forward there. Let's talk your position, man. Running backs, which is always hard in fantasy these days. I mean, long gone are the days of you and MJD and Ray Rice who would just get right. the bulk of everything, right? It's really hard. Right now yeah. to really decide who to play who are you looking at this week um this week i would say um we're gonna start austin eckler and the reason i say that a lot of people they look at it like okay he's only had 200 yard rushing games in the last two years but he helps you in all aspects of the game he never comes off the field third down he's your third down back they dump it to him out of the backfield so he's gonna help you with rushing yards He's going to help you with receiving yards and catches in your PPR league. And he scores touchdowns. He's not a guy, even though he's not the biggest guy, he's not a guy when they get down in, in the red zone on the goal line that they take him out of the game. He stays in the game. So he's getting you receptions. He's getting you receiving yards. He's getting you rushing yards, and he also is getting you touchdowns. So you can't, can't lose with that. And I think last week I got him on my team. I think he scored – was it 38 or a 35 lot. points? A lot yeah. of points. So he's a must start week in and week out. And it's funny. He's the number one back in fantasy right now. And he's not like an A-gap sort of running back. You know, he's right. an edge guy and receiving out of the backfield guy. So right, exactly. automatic start for me too. Yeah. All right. Who are you sitting this week? Oh, man. This is heartbreaking for me because I got this guy in one of my fantasy leads. I got him in the first round. Najee Harris. Oh, tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's like I see the potential. Um, he's a good back. I don't want anybody to take this out of content like I'm talking about him or anything. Mm-hmm. I like his skill set, but for some reason, he's not putting it together for me right now. And, and I know it's a lot of fantasy owners around the world right now who's in my same position, who ended up picking Najee first. And, you know, expecting, you know, like last year, he helped a lot out, catching out of the backfield, running, 
scoring and things like that. And like this year, he hasn't done absolutely crap. Yeah. I think he scored me six points last week. Yeah, it's like, rough. <laughs> it's tough it's sledding. Rough. And you just look at the situation too. Rookie quarterback, bad defense, offensive line that can't run block. Like it's just right. the perfect storm for poor Najee. I mean, he's on the field all the time, but right. even if he's on the field all the time and you're not creating a lot of yards for yourself, it doesn't matter. Yeah, know? he's not creating anything, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Actually, kind of on that same line, a guy who used to be a fantasy darling. I'm sitting Ezekiel Elliott this week. I think this is a tough matchup against Philadelphia. Yes. And I think Tony Pollard provides more upside out of the backfield, too. You know, you're seeing right. a lot of explosiveness with him. So sitting Zeke, if you can, at least. Right, right. Definitely, for sure. Um, and who would you who would you start? Ramondre Stevenson, running back for the New England Patriots. couple of reasons oh, yes. why. He ran really well last week against Detroit, and there's no Damian Harris for the Patriots. So the backfield belongs to Stevenson, plays against the Browns this week. The Browns aren't world beaters on the defensive side. And listen, if Bailey Zappi is playing the quarterback position again, which is probably likely, you're going right. to want to rely on Stevenson to carry the load there. So I think he plays well this week. Right, right, right. That's nice. I feel right. you on that one. Let's go to wide receivers, man. Receivers. Uh, quite a position this year. Seeing a lot of breakouts. Who are you starting this week? Um, I'm starting a guy. I'm going to go with the New England, Jacoby Myers. Nice. Um, he's been putting up points, and it seemed like week in and week out, and as the more weeks go, he's been – getting better and better, putting up more stats, putting up more fantasy points. Um, and that was a guy, you know, a lot of people didn't pick as early, got him a little later, but he's been doing great. He's been doing great for me in my fantasy. Um, I think it was probably one week out of all the weeks where he didn't do much, but he's been, he's been giving me some good points or whatever like that. So I say he's the guy that you can start maybe at your second, second receiver, third receiver guy. Yeah, played really well last week against Detroit, and the Browns can't really defend the pass. So it's a perfect sort of marriage there. All right, who's going on the bench? Oh, man, you have to put this guy on the bench for sure. Um, Allen Robinson, coming yeah. from Chicago. Crazy. What's going on there? Man, it's crazy. Going into that dynamic offense, um, I expected so much from this guy, like them losing Odell. Mm -hmm. Um and then Van Jefferson being hurt and him plugging him in there, I thought it was going to be much more than what he's doing. Like, um, I just don't know what it is. Like, I know Cooper Cup get, get a lot of targets, but I know Cooper Cup draw a lot of attention. So I'm pretty sure he's back there on the back, on the other side, one-on-one. -on -one. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. Um, and by him going to that offense and knowing what type of player he is, I'm pretty sure a lot of people pick him a lot earlier than yeah. they should have. You know what I'm saying? And he's, I don't think he's scored over eight points this whole year in fantasy. So he's the guy that, um, and, and I said it a week or two weeks ago, and I'm just letting everybody know if you haven't benched him yet, you're going to have to, you're going to have to bench him or try to get a trade for him or something. Yeah, it's tough to stomach, too, because to your point, I drafted him pretty early this year, very high on him as the wide receiver, two on that offense. And right now, that offense is just not working whatsoever. I mean, the run game is not there. 
Uh, we're still waiting for Cam Akers to really make that jump, of course. And uh, right. it seems like Tyler Higby is their wide receiver too. And he's a tight end, which is probably not good. So right. Right. It's exactly. uh, quite a story going on in yeah. Los Angeles. All right. So starting Jacoby, you're sitting Allen Robinson. I'll throw out a name for you to start this week. Chris Godwin. He is very much back for Tampa Bay. Tom Brady loves throwing the football to him, playing the right. Pittsburgh Steelers, nine point favorites, even though they're on the road. I think there'll be a lot of opportunity there to score touchdowns, especially with a rookie quarterback on the other side for Pittsburgh. So right. Chris Godwin should get a lot of targets this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. I seen that. I was watching that game last week and seemed like every time I turned around, Brady was going to Chris Godwin and, I think he have very, very big upside. Yeah. Yeah. Brady's that quick release quarterback too. He loves getting the ball out and Chris Godwin's always right there. Those quick hitches, those three-step drops. So we'll see what happens here this week. All right. And then I'm sitting Drake London. I'm very high on this guy for his entire career, but I think this week against the 49ers, if you can bench him, I would because I think this is a really difficult matchup for Atlanta here. The 49ers, man, they could be the number one seed in the NFC by the time the year is over. They're playing really good football. Well, yeah, they're playing some good football. And then you, I, I get you when you say you're going to see him because when you're not getting good quarterback play, it, it's, it's hard to start a receiver. It's hard to start him. Right. Especially when even Kyle Pitts can't even do anything. What's like, going on? Yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy. And I think I think Kyle Pitts is the number one guy that's being hurt from Matt Ryan leaving because mm-hmm. he's haven't been able to get on the same page with um, Mariota. Um, and it's just tough. Like, I don't know what it is. It's crazy from him going from being a thousand yard tight end to this year. Absolutely not doing anything. It's just it just amazed me. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's the quarterback. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they targeting him enough or what. But at this point, I know Mariota had haven't been doing much at all. So yeah, he needs to step up. Once Atlanta finally gets their franchise quarterback, I think Drake London's ceiling is you know forever super high. Yeah, yeah I yes. think he's gonna have a great career. Uh, yeah. Great. All right, those are the wide receivers. Tight end time, which has just been a shallow position. It's Travis Kelsey, it's Mark Andrews, and it's everybody else, CJ. I mean, it's tough this year. Right. It's tough. Um, With those, with the tight ends, I would say, um, I would say you just mentioned him, Tyler Higby. Him stepping up, being the second guy over there um, in the Rams offense. Um, He's been putting up points. Um, he's actually been doing better than some guys that was ranked ahead of him. Yeah. Kyle Pitts. Um, who else? Um, Darren Waller. Kittle, your guy Kittle. Kittle. Struggling. Guy Kittle, struggling. He's been doing better than all, all those guys. So I feel like he's earned his spot um, right now. He's a he's a must start. Um, when I go with Sidham, has no choice but to go around the same guys we talking about. Like when you talk about Kittle, like, I don't think you can bitch Kittle just because you never know what type of game he's going to give you. He's such a high guy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I, I'm i going to go with Darren Waller because I would say sit him because even when he is playing, he's not giving you anything. Um, when he's not giving you anything, the other games, he he's hurt. I started him last week. I think he got hurt in the first quarter, so – 
I don't know if he's going to be hurt or he's just not going to do anything. So at, at this point, um, I feel like he he's a sit him. Yeah, drafting tight ends next year is going to be really interesting. <laughs> it's going to be like Mark right. Andrews and Kelsey in like the second round and then just a right. big drop off. Big so. drop off for sure. I'm with you on Higby. I think he's a target monster right now, and volume mm. is king in fantasy, right? If you get seven, eight targets a game as a tight end, like I'll take that right. all day long. So right. I'm certainly starting Higby in my fantasy leagues this week. And then sitting Dalton Schultz, because Dalton Schultz all of a sudden for the Dallas Cowboys has disappeared. And I think that has to do with Cooper Rush playing the right. quarterback position. He's really much being that game manager and letting the defense right. win football games. So especially this week against Philadelphia, a good defense. I'm sitting Dalton Schultz here this week. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I thought he was going to have a little bit more upside, but I guess when, you know, when Dak got hurt first yeah. week, offense changed and, you know, it's just different. Absolutely. And I think Dak should be back next week for week seven. We'll see. So, and so I is my thing with that is I'm just thinking, like, I think as long as Rush keep winning and Dak not a hundred percent, they probably gonna keep pushing it off because I'm pretty sure if they weren't doing well and they was losing and Dak was 80 85 percent, hey, Dak, you got to get in there, you got to do something, <laughs> save us. But yeah, but as long as we keep winning and he's not a hundred percent yet, I think they they might continue to push it back we'll see how it goes though we know he's a franchise quarterback so we'll see how it goes well jerry jones did allude to a quarterback controversy potentially if cooper rush continues to win football games but the reality is when dak is 100 he's going to be the quarterback obviously yeah but uh yeah. yeah it's an interesting point that you bring up so big game sunday night football yeah for sure all right uh any opinions on defenses or kickers this week? The kickers don't really matter, but it don't really matter. I would mess me up. I lost my fantasy. I lost one of my fantasy leads by four points, right? And um, I forgot. I was doing something. I don't remember what I was doing. I got to be better as a manager, but I had Arizona kicker oh. and he ended up he was out and I didn't hear anything all before the game that and I thought it was going to be playing. I go to check my fantasy league and it has a big zero by his name. Uh, Matt Red. Crater. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Adam Schefter's <laughs> not texting you. Come on. Nah, he, he he, I gotta, yeah. I got to get him on my line, man. They're not text me. Man. <laughs> right. That's tough. That's tough to stomach. Uh, I again, like Washington, by the way, to mm. be a nice start here this week for Thursday night football again against Justin Fields. Maybe you can create some turnovers off that. Uh, so that's worth a play. I think Cincinnati is an interesting play against the saints. Jameis Winston can throw interceptions from time to time, as we know. So a couple of plays for me on the defensive side. Right. A lot of things, what I do kind of what I do when it comes to defense, um, I always go in every week and see which defense is playing the worst team, the worst offense. Mm -hmm. And I try to get those, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you always can go on there and get, like, a defense that's playing the number 28-ranked um, offense or 29th, 30th, one of those. And I always kind of switch those in and out unless I just got a real, real good defense that's week in and week out. Like, I have Dallas 
I have Dallas defense, and I just keep those week in and week out because yeah. they pretty good defense, and then they got a, a, a real nice um, kick returner and punt returner, so I always stick with those. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky one, too. Jacksonville against the Colts this week. Matt Ryan leads the NFL in fumbles and picks, and it's been sacked 21 times already. So wow. Jaguars, um, sneaky play this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, start of the week, sit of the week. Do you want to do that? Who's like the one guy you got to play and the one guy you got to sit? Any position? One, one guy you have to play. I would say um, I'm I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey is a must. He's a must start no matter what. He's a must start um, in a sit -em. I'm trying to think. Who is a sit -em? That that's a tough one. I'm trying to think. Who is the center? Oh yes, easy. It's not a tough one. I say Cam Akers. Yeah, you got to say Cam Akers like that. Like I don't know who's worse, Cam Akers or Allen Robinson. I don't know know who's worse out of those two. They're on the same team. I don't know what's going on over there with the offense, Sean McVay, and all those with those two guys. Like. I don't know. Coming into this year, I thought Cam Akers it was going to be his job getting all the touches, all the carries, everything, because how he finished up last year, I just knew for sure it was going to be his. Yeah. And this year, just I never seen anything like it. Um, I don't know if he's on Shaman Bay bad side. I don't know what he did. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy. So I would say Cam, Cam Akers is a must-sit, and Travis Kelsey is a, is a must-start. A lot of points in that Bills Chiefs game this Sunday. That's not a hot take at all. So, right. yeah, Kelsey is going to get his for sure. All right. Start of the week Marquise Hollywood Brown for the Arizona Cardinals, getting a ton of targets at wide receiver. And eventually, DeAndre Hopkins is going to come back. But I think you ride this train here with Brown right. until Hopkins comes back. So, I think he's a great play against Seattle, which is. Certainly not the Legion of Boom of 2013. That is for sure. Right. It's not a good secondary. And then right. sit of the week, we talked about him for Najee Harris. I mean, <laughs> just the situation is bad, man. Yeah. Going up against the Bucks, bad offensive line, rookie quarterback, nine-point underdogs at home. I think he got to bench him, and that kills me because I was really high on him going into the year. <laughs> right. Very, very high on Najee, man. And it is, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's, you know, it's a lot of things you can point at. Um, you can say offensive line. You can say the quarterback play. Like, I don't know who thought that um, Mr. Trubisky was going to come in and be the, the savior. And he's not going to stretch like, the field. We know that. So it's like, like like, yeah, who who thought on God's green earth that, like, he was going to come in and be your savior, like, for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Like, right. he didn't do anything when he was in Chicago. Like, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's so easy to stack the box when Mitch <laughs> Trubisky is the quarterback, right? I mean, it's just exactly. – it's cover zero all day. So yeah. All day, yeah. <laughs> all right, CJ, there you uh -huh. go. Our fantasy breakdown, man. It's been fun. Mm -hmm. It's been fun, man. Thank you. We got to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Downtown, we live, live. Oh, what a feeling. When it's no time, I go lie, lie. From the kitchen with a ditch. Get your dad for a whipping. Whip a brick when you break the whole brick down. This way to the kitchen. Glaze, frost, wrist. How you fucking all these bitches?
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.